You are listening to the Daily Treasure Podcast produced by Mark Inc. Ministries, and I'm Sharon Betters, and it is such a joy for me to imagine those who are listening from across the United States and across the world. In fact, I was recently told by a friend about uh, women who are in Scotland who are enjoying Daily Treasure, and it's just so humbling to think about how the Lord is speaking through the ministry of Mark Inc., M-A-R-K-I-N-C, which stands for Making Abundant Riches Known in the Name of Christ. And so we're continuing on our journey to Easter with the Women of the Resurrection, and today's devotional is called Woman Caught in Adultery, Forgiven, Part 3. Today's treasure is John 8, verses 10 through 11. Jesus stood up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? And she said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, sin no more. The young wife wailed and repeatedly hit her head, sobbing, How could I be this person? I never meant to hurt anyone. I have no excuse. Repentance flowed from her lips, eyes, body language, and heart. Seldom have I witnessed such sorrow over sin. She needed to name her sin, and we needed to allow her to vomit all of it out. What an excruciating, heartbreaking scene, one I will never forget. I could not deny how egregious her sin was evidenced by the damage her choices caused those she loved. They might never forgive her, but seared in my heart even more is how genuine repentance followed by forgiveness filled her with hope. I wonder if the woman caught in adultery experienced such sorrow, especially after her private meeting with Jesus, as we read in John 8-9. Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Friends, think of the trauma this woman experienced. Religious leaders dragged her from her adulterous bed, leaving the man behind. Perhaps she fought hard against them, screaming, begging for them to let her go. We don't know if they even allowed her to wrap herself in a blanket. They throw her into the center of a crowd at church that most likely included her neighbors maybe the wives of some of her clients. People stood with stones in their hands, ready to kill her. Suddenly, everything stops. Her accuser's gone. She stands alone before Jesus. What were her thoughts? Would he condemn her and shame her further? Did she stand before him knowing she deserves stoning according to the law of Moses? What happens next is one of the most tender, interactions of Jesus with a woman. Jesus stood up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, sin no more. Friends, notice that Jesus speaks gently and respectfully when he calls her woman. The same title he used when he spoke to his mother in John 2, 4 and chapter 19, verse 26, to Mary Magdalene in John 20, verses 13 and 15, and the woman at the well in John 4, 21. How differently he treated women than the Pharisees. I don't want to take too much liberty with his story, but I think this woman might have been hyperventilating 
How do you calm down a hysterical person? You speak calmly, quietly, and you try to bring them to their present reality. In essence, Jesus says, Woman, look around. Your accusers are gone. No one threw even a pebble at you. He speaks this truth in the form of a question so that she has to take a deep breath and respond. No one, Lord. She calls him Lord. Is this her declaration of repentance and surrender? Jesus forgives her with his life-giving words, Neither do I condemn you. What is our response when Jesus confronts us, whether through his word or a truth-speaking friend, about our sin? Do we call him Lord? We don't hear this woman claiming innocence or even blaming the Jewish men. She doesn't deflect blame by saying, but they didn't treat me the right way. How often do we quickly blame the other person's flawed exhortation, concluding they have sinned in the way they exhorted us, so we minimize our own sin? Note that Jesus did not tell her that if she promised not to commit adultery again, he would forgive her. Jesus extended forgiveness as a gift of grace, as described in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that none of you can boast. Salvation is all of grace. Yet Jesus also exhorts her, Go and sin no more. Sometimes we minimize sin because we are forgiven, and we abuse grace. Paul reminds us in Romans 6, 1 and 2, What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? There is no threat on the part of Jesus that if this woman commits adultery again, he will take back her forgiveness. Rather, Jesus encourages her to know that holiness is a response to salvation. Implied in Jesus' words is that she has a choice, as do we. If we continue to sin the way we did before Jesus entered our hearts with no remorse, we need to examine whether we really understand the gift of grace and if we have truly experienced it. O Lord, what better time than today to acknowledge my own sinfulness? I call you Lord. And no obedience is a grateful response to the salvation you achieved for me by your death on the cross and by your resurrection. You know, friends, as we journey to Easter, I know that uh, for me, I think about the joy of Easter. It's one of my favorite, favorite holidays. But I also remember the sorrow and the pain that Jesus has transformed in my life and the lives of many others. I also think about the many times where I just didn't know what to say or do for a hurting person. You're probably like me in many of those ways. And so I want to encourage you to download our free Help and Hope app. We like to say that when you have the app, you have hope in the palm of your hand because it's packed with resources designed to help turn hearts toward Jesus. Just go to your favorite app store and download it and make sure you allow notifications so that you will be alerted every time we have a new resource. I'm Sharon Betters, and I pray that as you walk by faith today, you will remember the help and hope of the gospel, and you will be praying for an opportunity to share that help and hope one person at a time as you share the light of Jesus.